Morning, sleepy. Guess you want McDonald's for breakfast? Uh, how'd you know? You were sleep humming the McDonald's jingle. I don't know what you're talking about. You just did it. No, I didn't. So, McDonald's? I could use a cafe latte. There's a McDonald's for every morning. Start your morning at McDonald's with a delicious sausage biscuit and savory hash browns for only $1.50. At participating McDonald's for a limited time cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. How do you not hear that? Blog Talk Radio. Lucis Trust. A non-profit, non-political, and non-sectarian organization on the roster of the Economic and Social Council of the United Nations and concerned with the establishment of world cooperation and goodwill presents Inner Sight with your host, Robert Anderson. He, with Sarah and Dale McKechnie, President and Vice President of Lucis Trust, will discuss philosophical and spiritual topics essential to everyday life. Now here's your host, Robert Anderson. Welcome. Inner sight is simply seeing that which is always present, but not yet fully recognized. You have, within you, the ability to see yourself and the world around you in a new way, with new eyes. So, stay with us, and together we'll look at the world and ourselves with inner sight. Our topic for today, let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. And before we explore this topic, I'd like to say a few words about Alice Bailey, the founder of the Lucis Trust. Lucis Trust sponsors this show in her site. And Alice Bailey wrote 24 books of esoteric philosophy. And those 24 books are the main inspiration for the dialogue that you hear on this show. The following thought is also from the works of Alice Bailey. The one thing humanity needs today is the realization that there is a plan which is definitely working out through all world happenings. To the spiritual hierarchy, the plan involves those arrangements or circumstances which will raise and expand the consciousness of humanity and enable them to discover the spiritual values for themselves and to make the needed changes of their own free will. The idea of restoration sounds as if the plan was once on track. What happened? Has it been derailed? (laughs) I suppose, in a sense, it's been derailed, yes. Um, But I don't think we quite know why. It's um, a belief or a suspicion or a hunch that I think runs through many different world cultures and has been there for eons of time that... that you see in the mythologies and the um, spiritual traditions of so many different cultures, a sense that there was a a blessed period of um, uh, greater alignment with the will of God sometime deep in their past, and that 
they and all humanity have lost their way. I think that's a fairly common human intuition. The idea of Shangri-La is predicated on that, and of Shambhala, and of um, various, um, uh, or the Garden of Eden uh, is another example from the Bible, uh, that there was a time of perfection and of uh, peace and of um, harmony that prevailed on earth among people, and somehow it disappeared, and that's where the whole sense of sin and error enters in, but without any real understanding of exactly what went wrong. Well, I think the um, according to the ageless wisdom teachings that <clears throat> we've studied, um, it really it goes it got off track way back in Atlantean times in you know, the days of Atlantis, and at that time the human development was not like it is today. The emphasis was more on the emotional developing the emotional nature and uh, the astral nature, as it's called. And uh, everything was going along fine, I guess, until the time the, uh, what they call the dark forces, the dark brotherhood, began to uh, take more control. And uh, they got the upper hand, I believe, and uh, they're, um, they began to control the, the direction of human evolution at the time, which was directing it more towards the material level. And they worked with desire, didn't they? Desire, because yeah, and uh, it was directing desire downward more towards the material. And this was going contrary to the direction of God's plan. So, uh, uh, as I understand it, uh, the whole experiment of Atlantis was terminated by the uh, spiritual hierarchy, by the powers that be, uh, um, it was better to uh, terminate it than uh, um, let it go the way it was. And the, the legend says that it terminated with the Great Flood. And that's another belief that runs throughout many different uh, cultures, mm -hmm. that uh, there was a kind of a, I don't know what the word would be, cleansing or a, um, a purgative um, process, a natural process that sort of wiped the slate clean. And the idea of the flood is uh, apropos because water uh, is the symbol of the emotional plane and uh, human desire had derailed the plan. Right, and uh, ever since that time, humanity has kind of been on its own uh, in its own bumbling along. And right, and the hierarchy kind of stepped back and uh, let human nature take its course and uh, develop on its own. And so it now we are at a point where we can take ourselves in hand and begin to discriminate more um, <clears throat> more directly. Mm -hmm. about right and wrong, which way one should go, and uh, the plan is now sort of back on track, and that's really behind all the uh, chaos in the past uh, hundred years or so. That's all the happenings in the world. Well, when you say we can distinguish or discriminate between right and wrong, I think we should point out we're not talking about the uh, comparatively petty uh, sins that make the pages of the gossip magazines 
we're talking about um, distinguishing spiritual values from material values and um, um, ideals that are inclusive of the common good as opposed to those um, governing um, principles that serve selfishness and self-interest. There's um, there's an interesting passage in one of the books of Alice Bailey that describes the plan in three different um, specific guidelines. She says that the immediate objectives of the plan are to raise the level of human consciousness, for one. And our opening thought said that um, the plan involves the hierarchy's intention to raise and expand the consciousness of humanity. What do we mean by that? We're not talking about raising the intellectual or IQ level of humanity. That's not enough. It's good, and to have a literate human society is certainly important, but that's not what raising the consciousness really means. To me, it means uh, evoking a sense or a sensitivity or an awareness or responsiveness in human beings that enables them to register and respond to the inner subjective spiritual realms of life and not be only totally engrossed in the physical or material level. That would be the raising the level of human consciousness. And the second objective is the clarifying of the international situation. That's interesting because I think that's what we're in the midst of right now. Oh, yes, and we have been for uh, <clears throat> many decades, I think mm-hmm. ever since the beginning of the, of the uh, 20th century. And, mm-hmm. uh, um, you know, the World War One and Two and all the little wars that have happened since then have been kind of the working out of the... Um, actually, it's uh, the destructing, destroying, destroying <laughs> the... Uh, the old methods, the old attitudes that were imprisoning the consciousness of humanity at that time back in the Victorian era. Well, the old empires that governed so much of the world. And all of this has now changed tremendously and there is new new energies coming in and new new, uh, uh, organizations, new organizing in the world. Uh, the United Nations is an expression of this newness, and uh, it, it's so many things are changing, and it's it's a result of this uh, getting the plan back on track. Well, she says that the clarifying of the international situation has to do with each nation taking responsibility for its own affairs, and I would say, as you point out, that after World War II, that came about with the ending of colonialization. But you can see now uh, with the war in Iraq and so on that um, not every nation is enabled to work out its own affairs on its own. There are still powerful nations that intervene because they believe it serves self-interest or they know what's best or whatever. Another aspect of the international situation is for each nation not only to work out its own affairs but to develop a right relationship with the whole, which is what the... United Nations offers that global forum for establishing a fair and balanced approach to international problems. Right, and it's um, it's, it's not only the UN, but it's it's all the the many uh, global um, 
the global agreements among nations at the time, the economic agreements mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. the, the law of the sea agreements, mm -hmm. all of these are a result of the globalization of consciousness. And that represents um, the, the expansion that we talk about, the expansion of consciousness, at least at the purely material level. Because I think that same impulse there is, is driving much of the expansion of the economic expansion in the world and uh, so it's um, there are these inner impulses that are keeping the plan progressing um, a third um, aspect of the plan that Alice Bailey touched on was the growth of the group idea the overcoming of the extreme selfishness which is I think an inevitable byproduct of evolution as the human being awakens and develops, he becomes more um, anchored within his own consciousness, his own being, he has an awareness of being, and that can be quite self-focusing until one breaks through that um, uh, self-contained uh, focus and expands to an awareness of his, his um, identity with his group and ultimately with the one humanity. These are the three objectives of the plan. In other words, that means to me the, the three thrusts of God's plan for our world at this time. But working against these objectives is the parallel energy of the dark forces, which are those forces, those energies that work to disable people, to dis encourage them, to dishearten them, that provoke fear and separatism and hatred and selfishness. Yes, all of those are just as <coughs> just as powerful just as powerful today and you know, it's it's an example of the the reactionary forces in the mm -hmm. world. They're reacting to the inpouring of light. It's probably inevitable, isn't yeah, it? Because they kind of go hand in hand. It's Mm -hmm. Hard to have one without the other. So. Mm -hmm. But people need to understand that there is that opposing reaction and fight it when they feel that disheartened hopelessness of what can I do, how can I make a difference. That's an effect of that disabling energy. For those people who just tuned in, you're listening to Inner Sight. Our topic for today, Let Light and Love and Power Restore the Plan on Earth. We have a special offer from Lucy's Publishing Company today, and that's the Alice Bailey book, Ponder on This. Ponder on This is a compilation of extracts from all 24 books by Alice Bailey, including information on today's topic, The Plan. It's available for $19. The uh, discount today comes in the form of free shipping and handling. If you'd like to take advantage of this offer, uh, uh, write a little notation, say that you heard about the offer on the uh, program, Inner Sight. The title of the book is Ponder on This by Alice Bailey. So what you need to do is uh, send a check or a money order to Lucis Publishing. Lucis Publishing, Publishing Lucis is L-U-C-I-S, Lucis Publishing, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. And once again, that's the Alice Bailey book, Ponder on this. We certainly appreciate your financial support because that's what keeps us on the air. We have to pay for these radio shows and 
We certainly could not do it without your help. So thank you for your donations. Uh, they are tax deductible, by the way. Uh, if you'd like to continue making donations to keep us on the air so uh, we can do these shows for you, send donations to Lucis Trust, L-U-C-I-S for Lucis, Lucis Trust, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. If you'd like to order books, uh, cassette tapes, uh, if you'd like to order a package of general information about uh, Lucis Trust, you can certainly do so by giving us a call, us a call on our toll-free number. It's 1-866-695-8247. Once again, it's one 866 695-8247. The easy way to remember it is 1-866-NY-LUCIS. Think of 1-866-NEW-YORK-LUCIS. All of our InterSight programs can be heard on your on our website. We have a website. Uh, it's www.lucistrust.org. Once again, it's www.lucistrust.org. Org. On the homepage, you'll find a link to today's program, which will be available for hearing in a day or two. Last week's program is already available, and many of our past programs can also be heard. Once again, it's www.lucistrust.org. The theme of each week's program is posted in advance on our website also, so you can see in advance what next Sunday's program will be. Now we're back to our show. and Where were we? <laughs> well, I, I just had a uh, thought that you were mentioning, uh, as you mentioned the UN and how United Nations and how that's a modern-day uh, instrument uh, as uh, being used as a tool, as a catalyst uh, towards re- redirecting people, humanity back on the path. I, I just heard all the mental criticism out there. I just imagined all the mm. mental criticism out there about, well, you know, how have they been effective? But I think that yeah. uh, you had a discussion one time at one of your meetings that was interesting to me, uh, I think it was you that brought it up, Sarah, and it was uh, uh, that there are so many wars that were potentially uh, averted. Uh, perhaps there was a lot of talking that went on. Mm-hmm. Uh, nations, representatives of nation, nations met on the UN, and people talked it out. And unfortunately, this is a society today that uh, everything has to be measured, mm-hmm. and no one can measure how many war- wars were diverted, but I bet a lot of them were just by yeah. talking it out at the yeah. UN. How do you measure a negative? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's yeah. impossible. You'd think we would appreciate that forum for talk more because this is certainly a garrulous society. Mm-hmm. People talk, talk, talk all the time and think that's productive. We hear them on their cell phones all the time. Uh, we have endless meetings. But when the UN talks, then it's a waste of time in the minds of people mm-hmm. who don't appreciate it. But yes, a great deal gets solved by coming together, working out conflicts um, through discussion, through coming to understand the concerns of other nations and cultures. That's what it's all about, and it takes time. I remember visiting um, a conference room in the old League of Nations in Geneva, which is now the United Nations. Um, center uh, in Geneva and the guide said that in that room that we were standing in uh, discussions on the rights of the child I believe it was that resulted in the convention on the child convention on the rights of the child which the United States I think has not signed yet oh uh, one of the few countries in the world that hasn't but those discussions took place over I think he said 30 years and that sounds like such a long time to us but I suppose to the hierarchy and the plan, it's nothing. And it resulted 
uh, in something very productive for the world's children. The plan works out through the uh, impression on human minds. And I think that's what we see in something like the United Nations. Minds have to register God's intention. Why does he depend on us to work out his plan? We might think that's a mistake, but the very meaning of man means one who thinks. And the Age's Wisdom seems to say that humanity is meant to be the either the bottleneck or the mediator for the working out of the plan. Well, we have to be the mediator. Better <coughs> than the bottleneck. Well, sometimes <laughs> we're both, I think. We're yeah, um, a little uh, being squeezed. But, um, yes, humanity is the great mediator between the, the lower kingdoms, the animal, vegetable, and mineral kingdoms, and the spiritual kingdoms, the higher kingdoms, the kingdom of soul, and the... Um, other two kingdoms that are above. So, I mean, we stand in the middle of this and we look above and help below Mm -hmm. and uh, we are in a very unique but important place and uh, if we could realize that, then we could begin to see the whole evolutionary development of the planet in in those terms. And I think that's, that's important to... We need to realize that there is this plan at work, and uh, <clears throat> it's um, not something that science sees as yet, but it's there if you can look behind the form life that is working out all of these, these spiritual impulses that are working through us and through nature. So often I think people view the plan of God, if they think about the plan at all, but they view God's relationship to us as one who holds all the cards and who wields all the power and we are hapless, helpless little um, uh, marionettes. And when something goes awry, we wonder, why did he allow that to happen? And that, to me, suggests a view of divinity that sees humanity as utterly severed from uh, God's consciousness and existence. If we are little marionettes and he's the puppeteer, then there's really no connection. There's no collaboration or cooperation. But the idea of the ageless wisdom is that God's plan works out through humanity, that we are meant to be agents, collaborators, cooperators, and we will accomplish that role through the mind, through our responsiveness to impression. We may not realize it, but divine energies are being impressed upon us all the time. Right. And uh, it's important, I think, to point out, because many people ask that question, why would God allow this to happen? Mm -hmm. He wants us to work out and uh, in, in, in his way. But when everything's going according to their mm, preference, mm. then he shouldn't intervene. But the thing is, God gave humanity free will. And uh, we, it is, God will not interfere with man's free will. And so man blunders along, makes all kinds of mistakes, creates chaos. But these are problems we have created. We have to solve them. And that's the way we learn. 
I don't think it's just tough love that God leaves it all up to man's free will, do you? I think it's that we are, our promise is seen and known and recognized probably much more than we realize our evolutionary promise that we will wake up and get it. Yes, and I think it it can be seen because that that great love that humanity is destined to uh, demonstrate in the world is there. It's there in the soul of man. It's there in the soul of humanity. And um, this is what does come through in many times of crisis and it's what has to come through automatically uh, eventually in the future. It's a very interesting period that we live in now because we're in a flux between an old age and a new and the collision of energy patterns that are quite different and yet they build upon each other. We've talked about this before, the outgoing conditioning ray, the sixth ray, which has fostered devotion and idealism in humanity. And has also developed in us a tendency to appreciate the abstract side of life. Those are our building blocks now as the incoming new energy of the seventh ray begins to dominate and that brings about, will bring about the fusion of spirit and matter so that the organizations, the organisms, the forms of every sort that we create on earth will more and more express divine intention. I'm not just talking about physical structures, but organizations, programs, policies. Um, yes, all of the, the organizations that, that are going on, I think they're Im- impulsed by this incoming seventh ray. It's a reorganization of human activity in mm-hmm. the world. To ground divinity on earth in outer visible form. And we're told that by the end of this new age, 2,000 years from now, this will be a reality, that uh, divinity will be recognizable on earth. In the Alice Bailey writings, this is called the new materialism, where we will rebuild the shrine of man's living, as she puts it. And then matter and substance and their fusion into living forms will become expressive of divinity. She made a very interesting point about the attitude of the hierarchy, that they work through humanity on the physical plane to reveal the nature of reality. And the true and the beautiful will be manifested by humanity. The divine plan will eventually work out, and that energy will be transmitted in all the forms that man creates, so that the great law as above, so below will be fulfilled. And um, this is, we have to understand that this planet would not have been created by God without some plan in mind, in his mind. Mm -hmm. And uh, so that is what has been working out ever since the planet was created and ever since humanity began to walk upon the earth. And it's this ongoing plan little by little, um, eon by eon, it unfolds, and it's the unfolding of the consciousness that is really uh, the most important thing to realize today. Not so much in the form nature, because the forms uh, follow what happens in the consciousness. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. And it's we have to look more towards the consciousness development of humanity, and then we'll begin to see really what's happening. Please take advantage of uh, today's special offer from Lucis Publishing Company, and that's the Alice Bailey book, Ponder on This. Ponder on This is a compilation of extracts from all 24 books by Alice Bailey, including information on the plan, the subject of today's topic. A special offer comes in the form of free shipping and handling, so it's available for $19. Just write a little note saying you heard about the, uh, uh, the offer on the program inner site. So what you need to do is send a check or money order, $19, to Lucis Publishing, Lucis is L-U-C-I-S, Lucis Publishing, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. If you need to contact us for any reason whatsoever, give us a call on our toll-free number, 1-866-695-8247. You've been listening to Inner Sight. Now we would like to close with a world prayer called The Great Invocation. It's a call for light and love and goodwill to flow into the world and into our hearts. Let's listen for a moment to these powerful words. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills, the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out, and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. You want McDonald's for breakfast? Uh, how'd you know? You were sleep humming the McDonald's jingle. I don't know what you're talking about. You just did it. No, I didn't. So, McDonald's? I could use a McCafe latte. There's a McDonald's for every morning. Start your morning at McDonald's with a delicious sausage biscuit and savory hash browns for only $1.50. At participating McDonald's for a limited time cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. How do you not hear that? Support for this podcast and the following messages comes from Texas Mutual Insurance Company, proud to support the many Texas businesses who make safety their number one priority in the workplace. More information about safety-focused workers' comp available at WorkSafeTexas.com.